Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Real Housewives of Potomac. Recap, episode 352, Sharing is Caring. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Potomac Recap. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. And as always, with your Real Housewives of Potomac coverage, you can watch this audio podcast in video. Head over to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel. Click subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up and let us know what you think about this week's recap. Dr. Jatia Hart-Teller and I are Back after a quick Super Bowl break, and we are covering episode 13 of season 8. We are getting into the DR trip, the NECA versus Wendy, the Mia and Karen. We're getting into it all this week. So listen, let's get into this week's Real Housewives of Potomac recap. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who. It's a menu, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And we are back this we're week. We're back. Covering the Real Housewives of Potomac, season eight, episode 13. We took a week off because of the Super Bowl, Texas yes, Hold'em. Or, or as we should call it, the Usher Bowl. I mean, I was going to say Texas Rodeo, okay? <laughs> 16 carriages. Okay. All right. She did that. She did that. She, she 
Mother 8, uh, and so while the Usher Bowl, while Texas Hold'em was popping, uh, we are back this week giving you your Real Housewives of Potomac before we dive in to this week's episode, because sharing is caring. How are you feeling today? Oh, well, you know, today I am I am making it work today. That is That is really the theme. I'm not feeling so great, but you know what? Heart hands, we're going to make it through. Yes, I love that. Sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Uh, and you know, that that's the mantra over here. So yeah. glad that you are here. We appreciate you over here at the Purple Pants Podcast for being so consistent. It's our 13th episode of this season. So yeah, listen. Shout out. Get- Thank you to everybody who's listening. We appreciate all your comments, even when they're wrong. But, you know, keep it coming. It's got to be two sides, you know. <laughs> Yes, so this episode kicks off Mia not in the house, but in the penthouse apartment, her and Gordon. Gordon is getting ready for field day, and Mia is recapping the Happy Eddie event. She seems to leave out some key details of... a little bit. Almost, she almost got it, like, perfectly, because, of course, Mia is known for recapping facts and um, stating things (laughs) since she heard them, so... Of course, you know, she almost gets it right here. Almost. Uh, and so she just tells Gordon about the event and her getting into getting into it with the Grand Dame, uh, right. as we know now. Uh, but, you know, leaves out the part about potentially effing the rapper. The right? rapper. Right. That allegedly her and Gordon hang out together. Nevertheless, uh, Ashley stops by, and again, Mia is on her Barbara Walters this season. She's asking the questions, getting to know. <laughs> she shares with Ashley that her and Gordon on their last date night or, or date afternoon, because you know they don't got a nanny, so it's date afternoon. Day dates. Day dates. Uh, she was sharing that Gordon proposed to Mia that if they were ever to break up, that it would more be a situational ship. They'll have to work out something, an arrangement. So she asked the ultimate situation ship holder, um, Ashley, you know, she was like, well, how, you know, I, I feel like what they didn't show was Ashley explaining her situation ship and telling Mia, this is what you should ask for a girl in a situation ship. But she does say, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to divorce them. My birthday is coming up and, you know, by the end of the year. And I don't think we saw that at the end of the year. Did you? Uh, I, 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 my internet, because, you know, I'll be keeping my ears to the the streets. We do know that Michael Darby's lawsuit with Candace was thrown out. I didn't right. see an official but divorce. I didn't, I didn't see any other court action. And, you know, we'd be on Darby watch. So, I mean, we would have known, I think. But, you know, it's, it's good to see that she has plans. Maybe we'll see them soon. But... Yeah, they're just, you know, two girls chatting about their situationships with their husbands, you know. Yeah. Ashley says she remembers being picked up in the second grade, her grandmom coming to get her and watching her mom move out of a home. And so that's tra- that like that that's traumatizing. So I there's a piece of me that understands Ashley, right? Like you trying to provide for your kids by any means and you not trying to like keep this generational trauma going. So I can understand it a little. You know what? It, I I am glad she shared that because it it helps to explain kind of like you know why she's holding on so tight when it seems like everybody you know everybody thinks she should let go and it's because yeah she's you know she ain't trying to be out on the curb. 
like you like she was twice and that's got to be very traumatizing also i want to say shout out to um the pictures the throwback pictures where she saw her, uh, her mom was looking like a red hot fox okay? sheila okay look sheila was like wow she was ready for it okay Shout um and sheila. you got young ashley and uh hot sheila okay Yes. And then we take it on to the meeting. We have been praying to the sanctuaries, right, not the, the shrines. The shrines, to. to the shrines for this meeting. NECA um, and Wendy meet. How do you think their meeting goes? So um, Wendy had on a very cute outfit. She did. I will give her that. Um, and... I thought it started out well, and then you know, Neca apologized for calling her mom a witch and for calling um, Wendy a bitch. I didn't hear any apologies come out of Wendy's mouth, though. That's how, and then Wendy tried to use the reason as like, why should I apologize for the things that my family are doing? And I was right. like, uh, yeah, you can, you can, you know, make them not do that, but you can't say, I'm sorry, my family. What my family is doing is hurting you. And she's like, oh, and they're allegations, allegations. So you, you could tell she went back and played the tape and really wrote this out. Like, it was so, like, calculating. Like, you really called my mom a bitch. You were just alleging that my mom, it's not provable. I'm like, okay, come on. Right. You know it was, for me, it was a little gaslighting, right? Where it's like, I have proof that you have called me a B, but you're saying, what you're saying is hearsay. NECA said, but I could get Lebe to come and testify, and all you need is one person to testify to make something a fact. Okay, I learned that from the DA down there in Georgia over this weekend uh, <laughs> when they tried to put her on trial. Did you see any of those clips of her? I saw um, soundless clips, and her face told me everything I needed to do. Mm. First of all, she got on that stand and said, I object. Okay, girl, where can yeah, you get you can do that? A girl, Miss Mama's eight. That prosecutor up. If you don't know what we're talking okay. about, the uh, trial. Fanny Willis, honey. Fanny Willis' face was killing him, okay? Killing him softly. His, um, uh, she ate him was, up. She was having none of that. She was like, I've, what's what's this got to do with it? Nothing. Next. I've so. never seen a witness get on the stand and demand documents. Okay? Like, you're, I'm going to have to send you some stuff because she was eating it up. So, yeah. Nucka and Wendy, they don't really come to a resolve. They agree that they can coexist but it seems that wendy kind of really went there with an agenda and was like girl i'm not really giving you nothing we're gonna meet you're gonna apologize for calling my mom this and that and that's it uh i feel like Wendy, she, she could have apologized for calling her crackhead right, not, and crack. not smoking crack whitney told us we don't smoke crack crack, crack is lawak okay so it's i just don't understand she was she was trying to dominate that girl and it, it made her look mean and yeah, whatever. I, I hope it, we never have to hear this story again. It kind of the way that Wendy now again, I'm with Wendy. Anybody come from my mom, okay, you're gonna have to we're gonna have you gonna you gonna have to make it right. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I do feel like it was very technical and very convenient uh um, i felt like it was contrived she had her points like she had talking points and it wasn't in, and it wasn't in a good way it just made her look conniving like she planned all this from the start so it wasn't a good look for her from i mean yeah, yeah. but and, and, and it seemed like NECA came with like an open heart right to solve this 
And so they they break the third wall. The last time we have seen the third wall broken was last season with Candace in the workout room with Giselle after Giselle dropped the fourth those. wall. They broke the fourth wall. Uh, girl, it's not the third wall. No, it's like a room with boxes, and then one, two, three, and then you're breaking. Like if you go like this, that's breaking but the fourth if, wall. If it's TV, it's really only one, two. This the third. The third wall is no, in front of the, you. The, the wall in the back. One, two, three. It's like a box, and this is the fourth wall. Uh, but go ahead. Okay. Well, listen. They 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 broke the fourth wall with NECA, and we see NECA talking to a producer. We haven't seen this since season seven, again with Candace and Giselle. And NECA is visibly upset she's like i'm not upset at wendy i'm just frustrated at the situation where it's like she knows the truth but she doesn't want to admit it and so it it seems interesting enough but at least we get somewhat of a truce that they can coexist and i am all good and dandy for that i love it as a plot where uh, like a plot point when they're trying to show like that somebody was really wrong, they bring in the producers. Like, right. I, so I just love it. It's like, yeah, like the producers even be like, oh, she's uh, like, right, right. It's like, oh, this is a lot. Wendy's a lot. But uh, I mean, again, I, I don't agree with Wendy. However, if I'm in that position, I'm serving it like Wendy though. I'm giving the pump off. I'm giving like, you know, like, I just know Wendy before she shoots these scenes, she sits do you ever like, have you ever gotten to an argument with somebody in your head while you in the shower and you be cussing oh, yeah. them out in the shower? Like, I can't, but like, you get like, I just know yeah. that oh, Wendy. See, yeah, absolutely. And, but, but the thing is when she does that, she doesn't come across genuine and warm. Maybe it's right. And she clearly don't care. So I mean, listen, this is what I'll say. She ate that walkout. So, I mean, if, if we're giving walkouts, yes. I, we give her a walkout. Yeah. Now we, Fast forward to Candace. And it's so interesting how the tables turn. Uh, Candace is shooting a scripted series. She is again gearing up for <laughs> the 56th deep... leg of the deep space. Tour, the deep Girl, space tour. We didn't see more you gearing up in more rehearsals than we've seen shows. But listen, nevertheless, I have deep space. It is a jam. I be trying to put Jatia on. Uh, and I was also mad that Candace didn't come. She didn't, Deep Space didn't come to Philly. Because, you know, I like to see my girls when they come. It didn't come to Philly. She came to Philly during last year during Black Gay Pride. And I was, happened to be on tour of, you know, my Bryson Wynn Tour 43. So I was booked and busy. So I was sad that I couldn't see her. But she's gearing up for this tour. And I... Don't know how I feel about how she came for Chris. Now, you know, I hate to love Chris, but I do enjoy Chris. And I don't, I feel like when we met Chris, he had an established career. Then with the housewives, then he had to get a new job. Then he was the manager at TJI Fridays on the rooftop. And then Candace had a problem with his hour. <laughs> Not the TGI Friday. Um, I like Chris. Um, he had, you know, he had his restaurant and I think that's just a kind of very fickle business. So I, I'm not going to say that, but I like Chris. I thought he was very grounding for her. Absolutely. Uh, and now, you know, she says he works from home and he is a 
Content creator. Content creator uh, on the YouTube. And mind you, I do follow him on TikTok, and I have made a couple of his recipes. And Girl, I don't... So shout out to him. Clearly, he's doing something right. Okay, and right. listen, I don't like to weight shame because, you know, I'm a little chunky over here. But it do look like Chris has been enjoying his creations. Yes. And so it's just very interesting because we rewind a year ago where Candace had the problem with him working. And now he is essentially saying, like, I want you home. Like, I miss time with you. Uh, then they go into, like, we got these babies on ice. Like, you know, are we having kids or not? And then Candace brings up her issue about the mass that they found in her breast. She's worried about the hormones that she would have to take, whether it would expand it. She then brings a letter uh, to Chris basically saying that the doctor said that it's not breast cancer, but they need to continue to follow up. Uh, your thoughts now, my no, before I let you have your thoughts, because by you, I feel like I'll be speaking for you sometimes. But I, again, being your friend and going through this experience with you, I just feel like I'm with Candace on this, right? Like, Candace has something in her body, the doctors are saying, okay, but she, like, I don't want to be fine with just okay. Breast cancer runs in my family, like, let's be a little bit more proactive. Now, you so tell me your thoughts. Um, she said it was an enlarged lymph node. I would, you know, you need your lymph nodes. So I would follow up with the doctor. <laughs> I was like, I was like, when, when, when she said it, I was like, no, don't, don't lose your lymph nodes. Um, because you know, though they basically clean out your white blood cells and you know their lymphatic drainage. So you don't want to lose the lymph node. You need your lymph node system. I've lost some lymph nodes and I want my back. So I don't know if she donating that one. That's a joke. You can't um, take somebody else's lymph nodes. Um, but um, I thought she should definitely follow up with it. And But, you know, she should listen to the doctors. But, you know, hey, girl, go make you another doctor appointment. If you want a second opinion, get your second, third, fourth, whatever opinions you want. And I do think you should stay on top of it. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I do love how, although Chris and Candace are arguing about she's gone, uh, I love that instantaneously when it comes to health, I love how Chris gets serious, supportive. I felt like he was listening. Like, you know, I like Chris. Like, I've always liked Chris. I just, you know, haven't liked the situation that he's been in. But I've always liked me some Chris. Yeah, I think he's always been fun. So um, I'm glad to see they get to they 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 don't do not get to a point about the babies on ice or when that's gonna happen. I thought that was uh, 
very interesting that you know they skipped over that part. They well, right, because it. I mean, I believe when we first met Candace, a part of her arc was she wanted to have children. So um, <clears throat> it is very interesting. And speaking of the babies, Giselle, her grace, oh. she is graduating. Uh, and I never realized that Giselle's twins were only a year younger than Grace. Uh, and so it is, yeah, because she basically, in this scene, she was like, next year I'm going to have to go uh, through this all again. I didn't know, you know, Pastor Brian and Giselle was not. Now they were two. I thought they were two years apart. Because you can be two years apart and, and still, you know, because it's Well, years. regardless, they're going to be graduating next year. Yes. So, yes. Uh, you know, it's just like it. seeing Grace got me a little emotional, which even more got me emotional was uh, seeing, first of all, this is the first time we got to see Giselle's mom, Joanne. Uh, no, we got, we've seen her before. We, when have we met jo, uh, Giselle's mom? When they all went your, down to New Orleans. Your No, only Giselle's dad came out. You're I thinking, of, you're thinking of Robin's mom. Okay, maybe I do look maybe. similar. It yeah. was sad for me because I, watching this, I know that this is probably one of the last times that Giselle's father filmed because her father passed after wrapping uh, this season. So I know that had to have been hard for Giselle. But again, I loved seeing her dad being there, encouraging the grandkids. Now, Pastor Bryant. Yes, it was good to see him too. Uh, kind of. I could just... Okay. I could just tell through that speech, it was given a little too long. Like, I could just tell that he was given uh, a eulogy, a, a benediction. A like A sermon? He was given a whole sermon. It like, wasn't just like a little blessing. It wasn't like, you know, it's like when the pre uh, the preacher start blessing the food and then he get long-winded mm -hmm. and your food gets cold and you start opening one eye and being like, oh, sir, could you please wrap it up before my whole entire plate is one temperature? Or is that it? Thanksgiving? That's your yes. great great grandma yes. on so. Ernestine's side. Right, right. And yeah. So anyway, um, but it was nice to see her whole family coming together and celebrating. I love whenever Giselle talks about her girls. Um, and, and then we had some nice flashbacks to when they looked like little girls. Um, I think maybe they were like 10 and 11 and 12, something like that. Um, so it was just nice to see the progression. I always love when the, the seeing the progression of the housewives' children. It seems like it happens so fast, though. Like it's like, what? No, it's because it's because you're old. Um. <sighs> so, sorry. No, no, baby, baby. What? See what happens over here, okay? It happens in real time for me, but I don't know you, Benjamin Button. I don't know what you're doing. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. somebody has new swag. Okay, so we ain't doing it over here, but yeah, I mean, I am getting older, but again, I just love seeing the babies. There is in the housewife franchise, right? I don't know why. The only kids that I am really, I want, I wonder if you'll be able to guess, but you probably won't. But I'm going to ask you. There's only one set of children that I really feel like are my babies, uh, and I'm wondering if you can guess. I want to say it's Teresa Judy. Ah! <laughs> I know you. Have I? I know you, okay. I don't care what nobody. You, are, you a Melania stand? You like Melania? I know you do. I feel like Melania, Gia, Adriana. I don't know why I feel like 
They are like my little sisters. First of all, I be I follow all of them on the Instagram. I be commenting I on. Knew this was going to be the answer. Look, I be I following Melania on the TikTok. I love Look, her. I don't know why Melania I have like came out the womb ready to be a superstar. Um, like <clears throat> just saying off the wall stuff. It was Gia for me when it was like, my daddy growing up, my money up. But anyway, all right. But listen, we love the Real Housewives kids. Um, then here's a tradition that I don't like. I hate right before a trip when a group of us get together to go shopping for the trip, but nobody buys anything for the trip. Well, they have to get the pre-talk. I think that's like, you have to have a pre-talk scene. Like, what's the drama? You have to set this. It's a scene setter. It's a scene setter for the trip, right? Because you don't want the first, because it's not like they can really talk at the airport because they're already all together. So you do have to have a shopping trip for the trip so that you can find out who is going to be at odds, who's running the trip, what they got planned. It's the scene setter. I mean, I get it. But like, does it have to be shopping? Like, let's play pickleback. Let's get our nails Pickleball? Done. Pickleball. Sorry. Okay. It's pickleball and nickelback. I was like, I didn't know if you was talking about the band or the game. But okay. I mean, I was talking about the game with the band playing in the background. Nickelback. Okay. Got it. You know. Okay. That makes sense. Pickleback. Um, <laughs> Reasonably. <laughs> uh, so we have Robin, Nekka, and Mia. They meet up to talk about the DR. Uh, Mia is giving her rundown about Karen. She feels like Karen switches up when she's with Wendy and Candace, so she knows what to expect. Nekka explains that she met up with Wendy, but it seemed like Wendy didn't want to meet with her. Robin is like, she don't want to be your friend. And... That's really it. Now, baby, now let's get to the only thing I really want to talk about. So we get to the, the DR. We are flying. We get into the DR. Uh, we are on the Sprinter to the DR, to the resort. This is Robin's trip. And again, say what you want. There are many of reasons why we love the Grand Dame. Okay. It's either if she's drinking if she's shifting the wig, if she's getting Mia together, or if she is telling us an antidote. We learn. I mean, there is not <laughs> anything. We learn new oh things about God. the Grand Dom each, each season. Now we learn that the Black Bill Gates every mm. year mm. goes off, to the DR. Off in them streets. To play golf. Now, I'm not married. I don't have no husband, but I do know that there are places that they say, like, you shouldn't let your male partner go on vacation. I want to say one is uh, Colombia. Brazil. Brazil and the DR. Now, I don't know what those reasons are. But I think you can infer. But they always they always say it's red flags when your partner, husband, uh, wants to go on those trips solo dolo or with the guys. And so being what it is, Karen says that early in their marriage, Ray was going to the DR. Now, mind you, how long? They're an institution. So Ray has institutionally been going to the DR yeah, annually. Knowledge of, of the DR. Um the story for me, the whole 
She called, and then a woman picked up the phone and said, Reed's not available. No, no um, Mr. Hugert is not available. Now so I would say I'm with I'm with Karen on now. I think it's a I think it's a maid or, or girl, whatever. what girl? Now you know. I'm in an elite of an elite of an elite status at hotels. What housekeeping service? Yes. Is in, is in, I, I'm, we're not talking the front desk. Yes. Oh, okay. I ain't never, I ain't never, never, never. And so she says all that to say, well, Regardless, whatever well, we first think- of all, can I say, okay, so this was 27 years ago, so it's not like they had cell phones that she could leave a message, right? It was probably one phone in all of the damn villa, and so she called the one phone, right, and asked for her husband. And then there's an answer machine, they probably got the little plug ins and be like, oh, let me connect you to the room, like that, right? And so she, the operator, not the plug ins. Yeah, like, you know, and she was like, oh, yes, I see you were connected to Mr. Huger's room. He is not available. Can I leave a message? And she probably wrote down the message on a notepad and then put it in his room. So it's probably only one phone. That's what I'm saying. Got it. Only thing that I am saying is hearing that story, one would think (laughs) that we would have sympathy for the kindness of somebody's heart. If someone in their DM Mm. came Mm. to Maryland and their credit card was denied and a good citizen came to put the credit card down. I I thought that the the best read of this whole entire episode was Candace. Oh, yes. Asking if Juan was paying for the trip since he'd like to help out ladies in hotels. That was funny. I had to give it to her. Candace going to eat, okay? Yes. So I thought the trip was also a good thing. Also, the whole room debacle. You knew it was always going to be something about the rooms. Well, Um, and I love that it's Robin's way to stick it to... Karen, because my no, not for nothing. They have done Giselle and Robin very shadily over the years. Uh, Especially, I forget who threw that trip. I don't know if it was Karen or Mia or whoever, but when they were upstairs in that house. In that little blue bedroom with the twin beds. Yeah, that was a lot. Now, also, I'm just confused. Like, Kiarna. Kiarna is allegedly Wendy's friend, but knows Giselle. First of all, I'm confused as to why is Kiarna on this trip and Shasha is Robin, not. Robin invited Kiarna. Why would Probably why, the do people here. <laughs> oh, that was rude. Um, that was where rude. is Shasha? I need Shasha on this trip. I think I think Shasha was overruled. So. I thought it was interesting that Wendy didn't want to stay with her, that none of the housewives wanted to stay with her. That I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, but I guess be Wendy and old girl got a scheme and plot and decide what they're going to do. So I don't understand, like, if, if she's nobody's homegirl that, you know, they're vouching for, why is she there? And she getting in the room alone. Well, I think because the way that it broke down, because Karen, you know, they gave the solo rooms to NECA, Giselle, and Ashley. And then there were... And Ashley gave hers to um, to Karen, and then Karen was like, "Oh no, no, no! I got an American Express. I got an American Express." Then Karen, she she went back into. Also, it's like Karen. Do you know how these resorts work? 
girl. You know, people yeah. be like, so Karen was like, no, Ashley, you keep that, you keep yours. They're gonna give me a room and a thing. And then all of a sudden, she she says the manager says that they were being too loud, so they didn't want to give her another room. Uh, I don't believe that. Uh, I believe that production was like, well, I mean, I don't know, because you could pay for your own trip. But anyway, Ashley graciously enough then gave Karen her room. She's gonna stay with Mia now. This is the Giselle and Karen level of shade that I like it at, right? Not too aggressive, but, like, it will hit a sore spot. Giselle feels some type of way because Karen said that uh, NECA's home is North Potomac. Hey, North Potomac, right? Which, I, I mean, whatever. And, you know, NECA, you Ike works hard to pay for that home and Karen is currently renting. So they decided to have this ceremony to give the grand dame crown a new grand dame i I thought it was funny um i mean come on calling yourself the grand dame is you know which um old girl did make up the name so i mean whatever it was funny it was shade but you know you know the ladams aren't gonna go for it and you know how karen they tried to do this before though you know they tried to do this with sharice yeah and karen is very uh protective over that title so but again i love this level of shade where it's like not serious but it's kind of funny but you also know in the back of my, your mind karen is not gonna like that then all of a sudden also they had props so it's all props are always good well i mean not pay your taxes free uncle ben that wasn't a good no one. that was not that was not right. funny so we got to be clear on the props uh and of course candace takes offense to this and says she's not she, she she's had enough. She's not participating in this. I don't even see why this is the thing, but okay. Okay. So we got day one of the DR trip, and we're excited <laughs> to see. Hopefully, the hopefully they can wrap the DR up faster than they did Austin, because I feel like Austin was about four episodes. The rest uh, of the season is gonna be set in uh, the Dominican Republic. It's gonna be the Real Housewives of the DR for the rest of the season. Or the aftermath from the uh, DR. So, yeah, so basically they kick off the trip, the episode one of um, the four uh, about <laughs> the trip. I mean, it is because it's going to be like getting there, two episodes there, and then the leaving episode. It probably is going to be four episodes. I um, I just want them to move on. Like, I don't want them to talk about Juan no more. I don't want them to talk about uh, witches and shrines no more. We need some new stuff that y'all got to move on. It's like... This has been two seasons in the making. You, you got to move on. It's it's starting to get a little stale for me. Well, listen, we move on is what we will do. And I, we know that at the GNA launch party, think, uh, throw them bowls will get thrown. Also in the housewife realm, we have got official reports that Portia Williams Gudaba will be returning to the housewives of Atlanta. Uh, I'm here for that. How did you find that out? They announced it. No, uh, but who sent the announcement to you since you be talking about how girl? Okay, but uh, Jatia, let me show you. Let me give you a class. What do I do? Okay, sir. No, baby, baby. Yes. Okay, Jatia, you did send it to me in the DM, but did you happen to look above the message that I sent you before the message that you sent me? 
No. Why would oh, I? okay. Because I had sent you that announcement. But it's fine. I'll give it to you. Listen, we appreciate you. Uh, all the, the due diligence. That I'm busy. I, I got the internet tea for you. You always talk about, I don't know. I mean, I, I had provided it to you 30 minutes before, but listen, nevertheless, we appreciate mm-hmm. it. So again, with Candy gone, we know that Nene is not coming back. They have shut that down. She like Bravo, MSNBC. They are not interested. Uh, fingers crossed, though. I said I would never watch it again without Nene. However, if Portia and Phaedra return. They could have me for the first couple of episodes. I would, I would be inclined to see what's going on in the streets. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> you know, um, I don't like. I don't know. They'd have to get rid of Marlo for me too. Well, listen, I love Marlo, but maybe I, I'll be fine as long as Marlo's like a how a friend of the show. Uh, but I love Marlo though. So, but I know you hate it. But listen, this has been your Real Housewives of Potomac season eight. Episode 13 recap. We'll be back next week in the DR giving you episode 14. Jatia Dr. Jatia Hart Taylor with most Have a great homes. week, everybody. Thank you for joining. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants you trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. you trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.